jingle bells jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse horse horse. Jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way. All right. Oh, three, two, one. Are we live? Yeah, we are live. Welcome to 17 Take, giving you the unprofessional opinions you never asked for. My name is Yvonne Trezak. And I'm Toby Atal. Guys, welcome to our live edition of the season finale of season one of 17 Take. It's been a good year. It's been a good half year. How long have we been doing this? It's been a good semester. Semester is the You know what? It's it's been a great football season. Uh, We are coming to you live right after the Eagles officially clinched the NFC East with a win over the Rams. I think the final score was 45 to 35. I don't know because Brandon Graham at the end uh, ended up taking like their their schoolyard bullcrap stuff to the house. Um, My real concern now is, of course, Carson Wentz went out in the third quarter. They're talking potential torn ACL. Here's the thing, Toby. I I know you weren't watching this game, so I'm going to just let you know. He had a potential torn ACL and then played four plays afterwards, one of them being a touchdown throw. That's How did they all even come up with the win? I don't know. I thought it would just be, all right, Eagles lost. I was looking at my fantasy. How is that going to be a potential torn ACL? I'm I'm thinking it's just a bum knee. We already won the division. We got three cupcake games coming up. So keep Wentz out anyway. Let Listen, him heal. Yeah, we got we got the bye week because we're gonna get that first place uh, seed in the in the playoffs. Yeah, state of the art like medicine. Don't worry, he's gonna be fine before the playoffs. They're I gonna take so, care man. of Wentz. Your uh, your Cowboys were close tonight. I mean, close. I mean, not close. It was a twenty point game. Yeah, but, but I what fourth quarter five minutes left. It was still ten ten. Same thing, man. Like as long as it doesn't matter, dude. It really doesn't not. matter because we're not going to the playoffs. Oh, you're not. Well, now now you're definitely not because you're not gonna win. You can't win the NFC East. Uh, mm-hmm. My birds got it. Obviously. And now I don't think you're going to be able to get the playoff either. I uh, mean, although the Seahawks lost today. Oh, to, the Seahawks lost. To Jacksonville. So they got to lose one more or something. I figure like the Falcons or something have to lose another game. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you guys win out, technically you can get into the playoffs. But you're going to need some more help um, other ways around. But, you know, the NFC West is looking real good now because the the Seahawks lost and the Rams lost today. So I think the Rams are still up a game. But if Seattle wins, they play next week, the True. two of them. If Seattle wins, then they're tied, and Seattle have the tiebreaker because they've already beaten the Rams. Either, either way, man, like I don't think the Cowboys team as it is right now is built to, it's not. to like, go and make a, a Super Bowl run. So like I'm not too excited. I'd rather just tank right now, no, get, that, right. get that, you know, as best draft pick as possible. Very true, very true. So that's, I mean, that's the wrap-up of what's been going on with Sunday. Tonight we've got a good game, Steelers-Baltimore. Um, Baltimore's actually been pretty good lately, so that'll be a big one in the NFC North. And then the, you know, crappy Patriots, which Gronk's screwing both of us over because he's on our um, on our fantasy teams, but he got that one-game suspension like we called. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, also, Ben McAdoo's fired, um, which we called as well. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna wrap up a couple of things, and then we're gonna do a um, a kind of like final end of the year segments uh, just to to wrap up this first season. The first thing I saw this week that I knew we had to talk about, man, Houston Astros—they're still celebrating that World World Series win. As they should. They used the World Series trophy as a beer funnel, hmm. which I thought was 
just absolutely awesome because you know the World Series trophy isn't it's not like the Stanley Cup it's not a bowl or anything yeah. it's just like flags exactly. on a bunch of podiums and stuff <laughs> so how they did this is beyond me I give them full credit though it's awesome they earned it man they earned the right to just do whatever they want with that stupid trophy right and then the other story man Sarah Spain your girl yeah my girl your girl Cornell I think, I think you're gonna have to. I don't know, just cut ties with her or something because she, she's got to be out of her mind. Man. Why? College football bachelorette. All right, we've been, oh, we've yeah, been covering yeah. this all season. Who she pick? Ohio she, State? She, you, you would think, right? Yeah. Because, the, because Ohio State won the Big Ten championship. She brought Michigan in on the last week, mm-hmm. and she picks Michigan, dude. Okay. She picked Michigan. Come they on, are, Sarah Spain. They what? are her what? college football bachelorette or whatever. She's ducking those, or she's ducking Ohio State, man. They they are, they deserve Sarah Spain's heart, man. I was watching the Sports Center when this was revealed, and I just saw the big yellow M. And I can tell you, like, shout out to my buddy Jordan because he's probably going to be loving this. But they don't deserve it at whatsoever, man. Especially I mean, the fact that they just got randomly shoehorned back in. Yeah, exactly, it. exactly. Pissed B- off. BS. Messed up, man. So, man, you want to go ahead and go to our end-of-the-year segments? Yeah, let's do that, man. All right, so you didn't do your homework. That's how <laughs> I'm going to put it. Um, we each have five best of the weeks, and then or best of the year, excuse me. We each have five best of the years, and then it tapers off a little bit. So, yeah. So I guess we'll go ahead and start with the pessimist, best. I'm not a pessimist. Do you want to just do like one, 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 yeah. one? All right, let's yeah, go let's ahead. let's do that. I guess I'll start it off. Right. My first guy is going to have to go to Colin Kaepernick, my dude. Yeah. He won Sports Illustrated Person of the Year, I believe, mm-hmm. representing representing the people of color and the people who are getting oppressed by a uh, system of oppression. Appreciate it, man. Some people don't like to speak up as much as they should, and for you to be the prime one of the prime figures doing it, that's you're bigger than yourself, man. I love it. Yeah, and the fact that he's still blackballed from the NFL, um, it's just, uh, I mean, it just it makes his uh, his story so much better, you it's, know. Now, now my question is, now that the NFL has donated that money, obviously it's not enough because there can still be more done. It was a very generous donation. Um, but people that are protesting now are still asking for more. So do you think that the protests are going to go down, which means that maybe Kaepernick will be brought back in? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting question. The, the obvious answer is it depends. Yeah. But I think, to be honest, the, the more money the NFL pumps in, the more it should go to problems that actually matter in the world. And Colin Kaepernick being back into the NFL, I don't know how much, I don't know how interested he's in, even in, like, is he even working out these days? That's true, yeah, I don't don't really know. I doubt he really even cares that much about that. The other question would be, if he came back, would he still be protesting? Because I've heard on a couple of different occasions that uh, he would stop, he wouldn't, Neil, if he was brought back into the NFL, and he's kind, he kind of has done what he's wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He's brought awareness. He's gotten a bunch of other players to pledge money, and now even the NFL. So that's kind of what I'm questioning too. It'd be interesting to see what um, the quarterback openings are next season. To for see sure, he... I think he would just kind of do what he was doing. Still probably take a knee because, I mean, for what it's worth, the problems are still ex- they still exist. They, yeah. I guess they perceivably gone down. I don't know. You can't. It's hard to keep track of that. Fair. But how about your for your best of the year? Um, all right. So I, I really try to not do a lot of Philadelphia and Miami stuff. I try to keep it fair and unbiased. Sure. But um, that being said, my first one is Joel Embiid catching a home run ball 
at okay. the Home Run Derby. Okay. Uh, the Home Run Derby was down in Miami this year, and Joel Embiid was just in the right place at the right time. And he took a picture of it, and his his hand is like, I, I, I wish I had, you know, a, a bouncy ball or something, because mm. his hand just, like, encompasses this this baseball. Word. So that was pretty cool. Um, it was a nice little, like, uh, break from, from a great Home Run Derby that we had. Um, I thought that was really awesome. That's fair. That's, That's fair. my number one. My number two guy, it's it's you wouldn't expect it. You wouldn't expect it on this part of the list. But Lavar Ball, you you win my best of the year, man. Oh. You know why? Because Lavar Ball, you are your marketing genius. Absolute genius. You know how to get your brand out there. I'm trying to get a brand out there, doodle the news, by the way. You are a mastermind. Probably my favorite moment of you this year is whenever you went and had an interview with um CNN, I believe, about how Trump kind of bailed out your kids or whatever. And I'm telling you, this was the funniest interview because you were just rocking that interviewer. And you like, were expecting a Twitter war after that, y- weren't you? Yeah, and there was. And, like, <laughs> Lamar Ball is over here just promoting his brand saying, like, tell Donald Trump to have a happy Thanksgiving because Big Baller is. And I'm just like, That's yo. That's a pretty good impression. Yo. That's a pretty good impression. I'm I'll like, yo, Lamar Ball, congrats, man. I really appreciate what you're doing. He may be a marketing guru, but as far as being a father, man, I mean, Lonzo's pretty much, he's he's, he's his own person at this point, but Leangelo is screwed because he's out of (laughs) UCLA. LaMelo is screwed because he's only 16. It's it's an interesting story that, I mean, today I think he was saying, like, listen, man, I'll be a better coach than the Lakers, man, he's like 38, I'm 50. I know, like, Lamar Wall, he probably said, like, yo, yeah, buy my shoes after after that interview. Absolutely not. Um, I saw him. I I'll saw him it. clapping up Joel Embiid after the Lakers Sixers <laughs> game, and and Joel was giving him some respect and everything. And Hell I was like, yeah! I just lost some for you there, Joel. <laughs> that's all. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Um, my second best of the year, it's got to be the whole World Series. Um, this this one, you know, a lot of people didn't think that uh, they could the 2017 World Series could live up to the hype of the 2016 one. This one absolutely did the most home runs in a World Series, I think, ever. Um, with the final tally, which makes sense because this uh, MLB season was just dirty with home runs all over the place. Um, you had two teams that had had like things to really fight for. You know, the Dodgers hadn't won since the '80s, uh, and and Houston with the hurricane situation to bring that back to their to their city really meant a lot. It was it was high adrenaline, which you don't always get in baseball. Um, it was you know very passionate. You could either you could get back behind either of these teams without being a loyal fan to them. I was uh, I was really happy with the World Series this year. Especially with the hurricane relief going on down there. Good luck. Good good job, guys. Yeah, good looks. Good looks. Good looks, yeah. <laughs> I guess for my third best of the year, we're going to give it to good old cute Alexis Olympia. Yeah, I was Ta- waiting for this one. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I've talked about her a couple times on the show, and she's just so adorable. And Serena Williams, you, you just gave birth to an angel. And what is question though? What has Alexis Olympia actually done so far in her life? I mean, I know it's. I know you only got like what four months to go I saw, with. But. I saw. I saw a funny like video on tw- my Twitter feed of like this like four year old girl and it said in the caption like Alexis Olympia is out here like actually playing tennis. Like I was like, wow, that's that's probably true. Like does, I was, Alexia, does Alexis Olympia have her own Instagram yet? Probably. She no, prob- probably not. I don't think Serena knows is that type. If if she does, she probably already has more followers than I ever will. <laughs> probably. So I guess you could That's give true. her best of the year for that. 
All right, man. How about your um, number three? Chris Long donates all of his all of his earnings this year to uh, worthwhile causes. This kind of goes with your Colin Kaepernick situation. Um, Chris Long has played hmm. in St. Louis, in Philadelphia, and I believe he's from Virginia. Sure. So he is focusing on donating to those three primary areas for um, better education. We we talked about this nice. a, a couple of times. Nice. So making sure that. Uh, the youth of America get the proper education they need to make something out of themselves and follow their dreams uh, to make sure, you know, they actually are capable of following their dreams. For sure. So I, I commend Chris Long 100%. He, he's done a couple of worthwhile causes. Um, you can look up the Waterboys as well. He does some stuff over in Africa. But this one really hits home just um, to make sure that, you know, the the – the youth of America has has a bright future ahead of them. Nice, nice. Not to get too, too no, like Chris emotional Long, or anything. Chris Long, I'm all about education, man. And Chris Long is making it perfect for me because that perfectly segues into my next thing. Hey, and, it's like we planned that or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, we did it. No <laughs> editing required. Like, But LeBron James, you are my number four pick for best of the year. Mm-hmm. Not only are you killing it on the court, but you're kind of putting that on the side to say, listen, I'm going to make sure that there's schools in Ohio to make sure that kids that were in my position that didn't really have much are going to be able to educate themselves and put themselves in a greater, better position. Yeah, I mean, you can pretty much say LeBron James is best of the year any year. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, for sure. This year in particular, you know, the, the off-the-court things has been what's really uh, surprising and and, I don't know, Hopeful for me, I guess. Hey, man, for what it's worth, I think that's what's gonna help a lot of people separate who's better between LeBron and Ooh, MJ. That's. A, I mean, are you are you ready to give us your take yet? Not not quite, man. Not quite. Not quite. Uh, while we're on the idea of LeBron James, uh, Cleveland Browns almost came out with their first one today Did against a Aaron Rodgers-less Packers. Mm. Unfortunately, the Packers won in overtime, oh. but LeBron James tweeted out at one point, "Come on, Browns, just one more stop," and then he replied. To that tweet like 20 minutes later with just like a face palm. <laughs> so sports sports center retweets it out and it says like needless to say the Browns did not get that stop. Oh well. So oh, well. feel for you tonight, LeBron. I was definitely rooting for the for the Browns. Although there is talk about um, a perfect season parade in Cleveland if they do go 0 and 16. Okay. So I would love to see that as well. Okay, I'll probably fly out there. Yeah, see, right. See what that's right? all about. <laughs> like poop everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> On fire garbage yeah. cans. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Cleveland, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, my my fourth goes to our Vegas Golden Knights, man. Nice chance, the Gila Monster. This this, this you like the Gila Monster? I, now. You know what? I'm coming around. Good, I'm definitely I'm coming you, around. I was literally over break Thanksgiving break. I kid you not. I was googling pictures of Gila Monsters, man. Like they getting the plush chance. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. No, I have to say, I mean, especially when uh, my team, the Flyers, aren't doing so well. I really do love the NHL. I wish I could get into it a little more it's just not as televised as much as the nfl is and i didn't really have the roots of uh, of hockey growing up like i did for football so the fact that the vegas knights give me an opportunity to have a west coast team to really root for and yeah of course get on the bandwagon but yeah. i can say that i have been a fan of the vegas golden knights since the beginning of their franchise True. and i can't say that about any other team in any sport Hmm. So uh, Vegas Knights, they're doing well, the other thing, too. So, I mean, I'm, I'm real excited to see them throughout the rest of the season. They get uh, my, my four spot. For sure. I mean, for what it's worth, y'all helping me get into the NHL a little bit more than I already have. I only know the Dallas Stars. So. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. You're and, getting there, though, man. Yeah, I'm trying. The Gila Monsters. Yeah, you know the Gila that's, Monsters those are, that's a really good mascot. Y'all <laughs> nailed it. 
All right, number five is going to have to go to, I wouldn't usually give it to him, but Justin Gatlin. Congrats, man. You shocked, I wouldn't, you didn't really shock the world. You shocked the track world whenever you took down uh, Christian Coleman and Usain Bolt, Mm -hmm. the fastest man of all time. For his last 100 meters. Uh, Yeah, not Usain Bolt's last 100 meters. Like Justin Gatlin, we don't know, we don't know if he's done yet, but this man, he is so humble about it. Like the the, the fans were booing him whenever he won. He's well, he had some issues with uh, performance enhancing drugs. He right? sure did, man. He sure did. And like, yeah, I, I don't know. Ah, God, it's, it's hard. It's almost. I I don't know. Like this is probably a hot take to say, but it's almost more commendable that he comes back clean and tries to right his wrongs and mm-hmm. still pulls this off. For me, it's more of a listen. You don't understand how much of a loot hanging like. Beast, Usain Bolt was to oh, Justin Gatlin in his I'm career. I'm sure for man. like ten years. Like, nope, you're always like I, I ran track. Well, like, it's it's not even just Justin Gatlin. I want to say it's the entire United States Olympic team because yeah. I remember Tyson Gay being mm-hmm. being the guy. Yeah, he, and and he was just absolutely crushed. Oh yeah, by Usain world Bolt. record. Like, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like for him to like and just beat him. Like I didn't want to see it, but for him to beat him in like his last race yeah. and everything, like shock the track world. I gotta throw you on my best of the year list, man. I actually, um, I did watch this. This was over the summer, mm-hmm. and it's funny that you say that's your best because that's one of my worst of the years. Oh. I'll go ahead and put my last best of the year on hold to put this. Oh. Usain Bolt's last race, third place, um, hmm. last last of uh, individual race because he he did the four by one later, yeah. and he like tore a hamstring or something. Yeah, it was, man. I mean, it was real disappointing. He didn't win the four by one either, yeah. but. I mean, the guy was literally undefeated in uh, Olympics and World Championships, and then this last race he comes by, and I'm expecting fireworks because every time the doubters come out by Usain Bolt, he's just like, "Oh, I'm oh. gonna, I'm gonna show you, man." Yeah, man, uh, he's one of my, he's one of my favorite track athletes of all time for that. Yeah. The mentality of just, I'm gonna beat and, you, like you know, because we're American, I started hating him mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning. Because yeah. I want to see America do well, but towards the end of his career, you can't do anything but respect that guy because he—it's—it's it's the off the track things too. He's great to the Jamaican people. He's such an inspiration. Love him. Nice. Um, so my my last best of the year goes to the Mayweather versus McGregor fight. Mm-hmm. And now I know a lot of people are going to give me some flack for this, but I thought you know it had a lot of hype and it a hundred percent lived up to it. Yeah. The only other boxing match I've really ever watched was Mayweather Pacquiao. And that was disappointing as hell. True. That one also had a lot of hype, and there was nothing going with it. And, you know, I'm a big Rocky fan, so I expect every boxing match to be Rocky. And I know <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm just disappointed every time I go in. But this one, Mayweather-McGregor, a lot of people were saying McGregor didn't have a chance. Ultimately, he didn't because he didn't have the stamina. Um, but he made it a great fight for, like, the first three or four rounds. I was real happy. I don't think I've ever seen Floyd May- Mayweather... Uh, get hit so many times hmm. and it and it allowed Mayweather to end 50 50 and 0 51 and 0 and w- or yeah. whatever and happy with his career so props to both of them good for him good for him so now we're taking it over to the pessimistic side yeah and I know I know I didn't really get five different stories so I'll, I'll break it down this way I'm sure I'll be able to just do it off the top of my head sure live is <laughs> I'm going to just give five bad things because the NFL as the whole is my worst ad. That's fair. Year. Don't take any of mine, though, because I have a couple of bad ones from the NFL okay, as well. Okay, okay, yeah. This is what we do, guys. You just look right into the screen. Absolutely. I probably won't. So, All right, cool. NFL, right, give, us, give us your first bad NFL of the year, then. Um, One of my favorite reasons to complain about the NFL is advertisements, man. 
Okay. I, I'll tell you one one story. I was Thanksgiving. Cowboys were playing the Lions. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But they lost. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's another reason why I just went into sleep in the turkey too. Sure. But it was like they were like on the thirteen, like the thirteen line. They had to get a first down. Two plays commercial. They come yeah. back. Two plays. They get the first down commercial. They come back. Two plays, commercial. I'm just like, I no, it's, it's rough as hell. I sure. couldn't watch it, bro. I promise you. I just couldn't watch it. Well, you know what they say. Every NFL game has about 11 minutes of action. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that they've been doing better this year because they'll have those 30 seconds, like, picture-in-picture things where you yeah. can still see the field. And it's, you know, but I, oh, I 100% agree with you. When the Eagles were down today, I was like, these freaking commercials. Yeah. I just want to get back to the game. Let's get it going. No, that's why I love basketball, man. Like, fuck. Yeah, man, that's fair. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, never go to see an Arena Football League game then. Yeah, man. Because, oh, I've been to one. I was just like, uh, wow, this is that, bad. That yeah. is torture. If, if you guys have never been to an Arena Football game and you think that the ads in the NFL are bad, I mean, this is so much worse because the, the drives, a long drive in the Arena Football League is like five plays because it's only a 50-yard field. Mm-hmm. And just like the NFL, every time there's a, a stop or um, a touchdown or whatever, there's a commercial. Yeah, so man. it it oh man, it crawls. It yeah, really does. That's fair. Uh, my first worst of the week is also from the NFL, and this is going to be that uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins touchdown that was taken back. They were playing the Jets were playing the New England Patriots. Yeah, you already know, so man. Bad. You already know. The Jets were playing the New England Patriots. The Jets were holding their own. A team that was like predicted to go 0 and 16 this year. And this was the turning point of the game. And and the Patriots could have lost this game. Uh Severian Jenkins was in the end zone. If anything, he was out at the one yard line, but they yeah. oh my gosh, they overturned it. There was indisputable video evidence that it was a freaking touchback. I was pissed. My Jets fan friends were pissed. My Patriots fans friends were just too happy to say that they that it was a good I mean oh, I feel I feel I feel you, man. This is just more proof that Bill Belichick has all of his entanglements in the NFL everywhere. Sure. Yeah, everywhere. man, for sure. For sure. There's no reason for, for them to get that win. So. No. For another one for the NFL that's just piss poor about it for me. <laughs> hey, CTE. I'll throw you up there. Hey, I like two. that. CTE is so... I'm not letting my kids play football. It's literally, literally dude, I'm not going to have my kids have take. brain damages when they're 50 years old. Like, mm-hmm. Go play basketball. Go run track. Like, You have the genes, man. I'm sorry. That's just not... Yeah. Not happening. Not happening. Uh, unfortunately for my kids, if I ever have kids, they will not have the basketball gene. And um, <laughs> I I mean, I've I've gone back and forth with this. You know, I played football until high school and I loved it. And Same here. Yeah. I mean, it's some of the best. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Some of the best memories of my life. I but, cannot lie. But here's the thing. I still have those memories, you know? And yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know about some of these guys yeah, now. I'll just throw some statistics. I think it was 25% of high school football players end up with CTE. Yeah. Or, I think it was like 50, I'm just spitballing, 50% for college and like 90% or plus for professional. So I'm glad I stopped at middle well, school. Well, I, I just did a research project on this too. And I mean, the the it's the issue is real. It's here. And mm-hmm. I don't think the NFL is doing enough to stop it. I honestly don't know if there's ever going to be enough except for just stopping the game, mm-hmm. which which breaks my heart because the NFL and college football are my two favorite things to watch ever. I feel that. I feel that. Um, sticking with the NFL. So, obviously, you know, every beginning of the season, there's two Monday night games on the first week. And Sergio Dip rocked this first uh, Monday night football game as the 
uh, sideline reporter. This one was a little unfortunate for me because uh, Beth Mowens was the was doing her first NFL. Yeah. Uh, broadcast as play-by-play, and Beth Moen's Newhouse alum. You know, I, I love her to death. Uh, Sergio Dip, he I guess he was just a little too excited. I don't I don't know what was going on, but um, there the the internet. Oh, way to go, man! Um, the internet did not let let um let down. Gosh, the internet did not let Sergio Dip get away with bit, this. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, he kind of made fun of himself a little afterwards, so I was happy with that. But uh, Sergio Dip, yeah, you kind of sucked this year, man. It's all good. You know who kind of sucked this year? It's my number three spot. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yep, exactly. You are on my number three spot for the worst of the year. Mm-hmm. I full on expect you guys to make a playoff run and win, and you've only done that probably two, three times in my existence on this world. If you had to, all right, I'm going to give you three options, okay? And if you had to um, blame the, yeah, take it off. If you had to blame this season on one of these three, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones. Hmm. <laughs> Weird combination of the three. Probably like. Those are the three that are in like the news, you know? 60% Zeke, 30, 35%, what's his name? The owner. Jerry. Jerry Jones. I don't even yeah. say his name these days. Yeah. And 5% Dak. It's like Beetlejuice. You say it too many times, he shows up. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man, the Cowboys, y'all need to be running the NFC East and you let these fucking guys over here do it. Fly, Eagles, fly. And, and I mean, I, I, it sucks, man, to have that injury happen, but the Cowboys, we had we, we had a couple injuries. Yeah, we had, yeah. We, had, we had a lot of injuries, but... I mean, it's it's a part of the game. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, is that if you're not ready for the injuries to come, then you aren't one of the best player, or teams in the league, which is why, you know, I don't think the Packers deserve to win the Super Bowl this year, even if Aaron Rodgers does come back, which is rumored to happen. Mm-hmm. But they've mm-hmm. they've gone from one of the elite teams to, like, Middle of the pack, yeah. you know. Um, my third worst of the year, every championship, except for the World Series and except for the national uh, championship for college football where Clemson won on the last second because hmm. that was clutch. I hate Alabama. But every other one, okay, the Super Bowl. The Falcons were up 21 points, man. That was this year, right? Yeah, that was the, I mean, that was the beginning of this God, year. <laughs> horrible, horrible game. I was pretty pissed. Cried. Um, the the bas- was like the college basketball championship, uh, Gonzaga, North Carolina, horrible calls by the refs, very low scoring, very disappointing, uh, extremely boring. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep during that game, mm-hmm. which is terrible because I had money for it. Um, the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. everyone knew the Warriors gonna, were going to win. They lost game four three, or five, game, yeah, whichever three, game they lost, just to get better no, ratings. It was, it was, yeah, it was game four. Game four, yeah, just to get more ratings and better ratings, which just further proves that the NBA is rigged, which, you know, <laughs> it's hot take, but it's true. So, listen, uh, you heard it here yeah. first. All right, and then, Curry. And then the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, the freaking Penguins win against uh, a really good Nashville Predators team that I was really getting behind, mm-hmm. you know, throwing catfish on the on the ice and everything. I loved it. And it was just, I, it was kind of back and forth. Like the Penguins went up two games and then Nashville tied it with 2-2. But the Penguins were completely dominant throughout that entire, uh, throughout that entire series. The wins that Nashville got were very, oh, excuse me. I guess I would say, um, not clutch, but you know mm-hmm. they, they were lucky to get those. So the championships this year sucked. Let's hope that 2018 gives us some better championships. Word. So for my fourth worst of the year for the NFL, 
Um, let's go ahead and give it to. You said you, said, you just said the Super Bowl, but that was. Let's do it. Yeah, the Super Bowl, Super man. Bowl let's definitely throw like. <laughs> Super Bowl sucks. Historically, it was one of the greatest to watch with the first overtime. You're just talking the, to too many New England people. Yeah, the pay, yeah, two of my best friends, my boy Saul and Freddie. Um, they they're over here saying, "Oh, it was the best Super Bowl." No, no, no. no kids, not. No one wanted to see that ending. The Falcons had a 28 and three lead. They blew it. They blew it. That's awful. I was I was heavily disappointed. Luckily, I didn't have any money on the game, and I, I it was a boring game too. Like I just watched the pa- the Patriots. I mean, I you like, know what the you know what sucked too is that it was the first overtime Super Bowl. Yeah, and it had to end like that. Mm-hmm. And you knew if it went into overtime, and the Patriots yeah. had all the momentum. Boop, got the coin flip. Boom. We boom, got the ball. Brady. That's it. Boop, 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 touchdown. Yeah, it was like what two e- minutes in. Yeah, and like they just end it. We're getting this. We're getting this like fifth ring. Sorry. And nah, I was. Oh, I was. I was pissed. Yeah, man. Sunday night football games on. It's Steelers Ravens. Um, we will give you guys highlights uh, as this is going on. Live updates. What more could you want? Tell your friends to get on this live edition of Seventeen <laughs> Take. Um, my fourth worst of the week was Usain Bolt. I already talked about that. So I'll go to my fifth, and it's the United States not making the World Cup. Um, and, and, you know, this is really shocking because it, it's been, I mean, it's, it it was a longer streak than Eli Manning not playing it down that the United States hasn't made the world cup. And I know soccer isn't that big of a deal, but everyone loves to get into it every four years or every two, when you consider the, uh, the women's world cup as well. And the fact that the men's soccer team, the United States men's soccer team isn't in it at all. I have to think that the ratings are going to be down. Mm-hmm. You're, you're still going to, you know, root for your teams that, you know, there's people that root for Italy and Brazil and, and those teams like that. But people like me that don't really have a stake in any of those teams, don't really watch soccer normally, I'm not going to watch mm-hmm. because I'm not, I don't have anyone to even predominantly root for. Word. So that, that really was a, a letdown in my opinion. Fair, fair. For my fifth worst of the year for the NFL is the continuous blackballing of Colin Kaepernick. Grant- so you got him in your best and worst. And worst, yeah. Damn. But this is the NFL, and like, just I guess their inability to correctly address the issues. And I'm not saying you got it. I'm not saying you're perfect. You're an organization who just knows how to deal with oppression and those types of problems in the world. But whenever you're a platform that's firsthand being a the I guess the people who need someone to vo- vocalize it don't shut those people down, man. Yeah, it's become a it's become a world that's more equal that kind of like takes everyone into consideration. And this isn't like a snowflake message. This is just a genuine equality message. And a lot of fans of the NFL who boycotted it because of people taking a knee and so on and so forth just didn't understand the message. And NFL, I guess. That's fair, man. I mean, you you bring up a lot of good points, and a lot of people are always gonna uh, deny and say. Kaepernick's not that great of a quarterback or whatever, but you've got mm. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Josh McCown, and Deshaun Kaiser starting QBs this week. <laughs> and uh, it's hard for me to make an argument where Colin Kaepernick is worse than all three of them. And like I said earlier in the episode, like it, maybe he's not interested, maybe he's not working out or whatever, but this sheesh. sheesh. you got to think that he would at least get the workouts when when their um, star quarterbacks go down. So, like, the Titans, he he was mm-hmm. refused a, a workout. Imagine the Kaepernick comes and just save, saves the Eagles this year. I, I wouldn't be – I would not be against it. I wouldn't be either. I, like, mean, I would be like, sweet. Like, don't, don't get me I, wrong. Nick Foles is a Hall of Fame quarterback mm-hmm. because he's already in the Hall of Fame because he threw, like, eight touchdowns against the Raiders one year. <laughs> and I'm, I am very comfortable with him – 
in the um, in the backup situation because he's played for the Eagles before. He knows Peterson's uh, kind of play style and everything. And like I said, if uh, Steelers just scored a touchdown, it was uh, looks like. Pass, pass to Le'Veon Bell for 20 yards. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> we already won the game, but hey, I'm about to get this $200 from this fantasy. There you go. There we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I keep thinking of things that people are going to say to me now that Wentz is out. But Nick Foles is a good quarterback. And, and like I said, if Wentz needs four or five weeks to uh, to get back, I'm fine with that. Because sure. we shouldn't play Wentz these next three games, mm-hmm. whether he's healthy or not. We will hopefully get the bye week in the in the playoffs, and then he can. I I'm hoping get back healthy as ever. That's fair, man. Who knows? I'm I'm still looking. All right, let's go to some some douchebags. Some yeah. douchebags of the year. I only have, I only have one, but maybe if you like, throw right, let some me yeah, let me yeah. let me go first. Then, okay? Ad lib. Mine yeah. mine goes to the uh, newly crowned Heisman Trophy winner, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I don't think anyone's surprised by this. Um, I saw amazing? I saw a tweet today that was Baker Mayfield holding his crotch like he did against the Kansas game, really? and they were like, "Oh wow, Baker Mayfield's done some weird things to adjust to the Heisman Trophy." <laughs> it was it inevitable that he was going to win. He was. He was too good compared to everyone else. I thought Saquon Barkley was completely snubbed by not even being a finalist, so I'm kind of pissed at the whole Heisman uh, situation this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's any silver lining to this, it's that there's usually a curse with the Heisman Trophy and that the winner usually never wins a national championship. Mm-hmm. So watch the Oklahoma game. What is it? Oklahoma versus um, Georgia, I think, will be the... the uh, the semifinal and if Oklahoma has a shitty game if Baker Mayfield doesn't do well it's going to be because he won the Heisman mark my words sure so for my first douche of the week I guess the NCAA basketball organization earlier this year we kind of talked a little bit about how they're just funneling in 14 15 16 year old kids into Adidas brands and stuff I'm just like dude let these kids be humans don't Mm -hmm. Don't just subject them to the, to a brand that if an injury or something of the like comes up, that their life is just completely turned and just they can't they can't recu- recuperate at such a young age. So it's interesting you brought that up because one of my douches is kind of the flip of that story, the Adidas brand, the entire hmm. Adidas brand. Why? Because I would argue, I I would argue to say that the NCAA for once in their life is not at fault for this. I would say it's the fact that the Adidas brands and these shoe brands, because Nike's not. Um, I can't. I don't agree. I don't, I mean, you don't have to agree. I don't, I don't, no, I want to hear you. I want to hear no, you. Okay, because you because it's no it's no um, secret that Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, all of these schools, and honestly, it did kind of start with University of Miami back in the '80s with Nike. All of these schools and these shoe companies have these contracts to to outfit every single one of their athletes and a lot of their paraphernalia for um, mm-hmm. for a student or for fans too. So the fact that these brands are almost more inclined to run the teams because they bring in more money than the universities do, I have to say that it's becoming more of a business yeah. than than a sport. So. As as much as I hate the NCAA, and I always have, I would almost say that they're not at fault for this one. I would say that it's the shoe companies, particularly Adidas in this situation, but Nike is really the one that kind of, 
I mean, no one, no kids should be getting shoe deals out of high school. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at right now. You know, if at, at the simplest terms, this scandal is going to high school players and saying, if you go to Louisville, I can promise you an Adidas uh, sponsorship when you get to the NBA. In the worst terms, it's I'm going to give you $150,000 every year you play at Louisville. Word. I guess my next one kind of sticks in the realm of NCAA is Leangelo Ball. <laughs> why are you doing your dad, like, why are you embarrassing the Ball brand, man? He's doing so good trying to just build y'all up. Like, he's not he's, the only one embarrassing he's the setting, Ball like, brand. I was actually, like, checking out some footage of, like, that Ball in the Family show on Facebook. Like, <laughs> no, you that's didn't how, watch that, that. That's how good of an of a advertiser he is, man. Like, I would never watch that. I was just like, you know what? Oh, my god! I, like, I, I was just, like, skipping around in season two, episode one, because it was talking about how they had to go bail out his son in China. I was just like... Oh, damn. Yeah. So they, they actually brought that up on the yeah, show. Yeah, bro. Like, it's a real... Like, you actually kind of see a real side of LeVar Ball. Like, yeah. LeVar Ball, man. Jesus. But LiAngelo... Y'all have a great brand y'all are building, believe it or not. It's great. It. It's crazy. No, there's haters. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'll say that I'm a hater. Soon, Absolutely. No, soon people will join on the band, the ball bandwagon. I promise. No. I, I'm getting on certain bandwagons, um, hmm. but ball bandwagon is one that I will never get on. Okay. Yay. Spoiled pieces of crap. Yeah, you know. All right, you heard it here, man. Um, my next douche of the year, uh, a little controversial, Kevin Durant. Ooh. I, and I'm I'm not saying that he's a cupcake that for leaving OKC. I enjoyed the trade. I I loved seeing him go to Golden State because I I like seeing these um these superstar teams. You know I really liked when LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade joined forces down in Miami. That was pretty cool to see. Um and everyone knows LeBron's coming to the Sixers next year to join with Joel and Ben Simmons. So that'll be cool to see. That's funny. Um but Kevin Durant, man, you're doing too much. You're doing too much on social media. And you need to stop uh, comparing yourself to normal people because you're not a normal person. Like, you don't deal with the things that Toby and I have to deal with every day. Yeah. You know, you probably wake up. He's like 29 or something. Like Yeah, you, you wake up with your uh, – and you get out of your 100,000 100, thread cotton Egyptian cotton sheets yeah. and go to your, you know, porcelain bathroom with the heated floors. For ex- exactly. And, and, you know, wash your face with your, like, $30,000 soaks. You're driven to practice. Like, Kevin Durant, i got to hop in on yeah, this. Yeah, please do. You're man. absolutely right. Like, Kevin Durant – you're such a great basketball player. Be like a Kobe Bryant. Like, be don't just say you are. You well, want to be well, like that. Maybe not be a Kobe Bryant because he did do it, and a lot of people forget about <laughs> Kobe Bryant, but he did do it. Kobe Bryant. He, he be like a LeBron James. He did do it. Yeah, be, be, like, LeBron be LeBron James. James. He looks like some LeBron James too. And it's funny how you said that LeBron's gonna um, join the what's it called the, the 70, Sixers. The Sixers because he posted like a random. I was just on Instagram. He posted a picture of him and Ben Simmons. He said like Look at the young king going. I'm just like LeBron. Who does like players? Carson don't... Wentz is his favorite player in the, in the NFL he's, he's right now. Bandwagon man. He's... No, he and and I can I can chalk that uh, picture up to just the fact that like the Cavs played the Sixers the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he has respect for the new the newcomers because he he does see Ben Simmons as a younger him, and a lot of people have been mm-hmm. um, before Ben even started playing comparing the two. True, true. Um, I I mean I don't really believe that yeah. LeBron is on his way. Um, what I do believe is that Kevin Durant still has multiple Twitter accounts, and that's got to go, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta just like eighty-six that shit, <laughs> and because you're making millions and millions of dollars, so focus on the things that are actually getting you to make millions of dollars. Word. So, how about you do your? Yeah, I got one more. Word. I got one more, and I think you're gonna love this one. Okay. Um, it's Ezekiel Elliott. Save, oh. save the worst for last. 
Uh, and you know, I I almost don't even hate Ezekiel Elliott this situation so much. I mean, I hate because I hate him because he was accused of domestic violence and all intents and purposes did commit that domestic violence. And I don't think there's ever um, uh, an excuse for that. But I can't hate the guy for at least trying to prove his innocence. It just so happened that that happened through a majority of the NFL season where he was supposed to be suspended for six games. So I kind of hate the NFL in this situation as well Mm -hmm. for not being able to do enough. Maybe hate the Players Association a little bit as well. I don't know. I just hate the situation. I think the situation is a douche. It is a douchebag, and I guess I'll riff off on Ezekiel Elliott. It's, he can join my douche of the week, douche of the year. You you really you, you really thought you could just come out here and just be accused of domestic violence and just think it would all go away? Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. It haunted you, and I you're lucky. Six games is your punishment. You could go to jail for that, dude. Yeah, and, get, and that's that's kind of what I'm waiting for at this point too. Yeah, get get your, get your stuff together. Zeke, that's all I gotta say to you, man. You're like our age, so like I feel like I'm talking to you like you're like right. you're like my little cousin. All right, get yourself together. Still no word on uh, the Carson Wentz injury, hmm. um, which I guess is good news. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm gonna be scared the rest of the night. Like I, I said, state of the art medicine, man. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. You ready to close this up, man? Yeah, man. Do we have like um any other segment stats or tats? I don't. I don't have one. I mean, I didn't have any of the the best of the year or anything for that. Um, for sure, it's the, it's the final take, man. So it's been a hell of a season with you, man. I appreciate you coming in on this. Of course, looking dude. forward to a second season with you, man. It's gonna be a good time. It's it's gonna be. It's we'll see, man. We'll see. What it's, do you mean we'll see? Listen, listen, seventeen take. I know this is live, and I I got I just gotta just do what I gotta do, man. I, I'm leaving the show. I gotta. You couldn't. You couldn't tell me this before we went live. We couldn't like discuss this. So I didn't know how to bring it up, dude. But pretty much, I. It's... I'm sorry. Wait. So what? Like you're just deciding to leave the show. Pretty much, dude. I gotta. I gotta leave the show. It's. It's been real. It's been real, dude. But. Are you kidding me? Dude. You're not even gonna finish this episode. Like the holiday pants. Are you? Why are you trying to change the subject <laughs> but, right now, nah, man? No, nah, but it's been real, guys. I'll see y'all. At Doodle the News. Dude, we live like next to each other. You're not going to just leave and walk out. <laughs> Adios. Are you fuck? How do you, how do you exit this? No. <laughs> For 17 Take, I'm Yvonne Trezak. And I'm Toby Atal, man. I guess I'll see you next year. Hey, good luck. We'll see what happens. It's been, it's been a good time, 17 Take audience. I'm going to put Toby as my final douche of the year. <laughs> I like that. That was good. <laughs>